Welcome to Out of the Ether. I'm Tim Brick, and I'm your host for this incredible, stupendous, amazing, over-the-top, how-much-more-hyperbole-can-I-squeeze-in podcast. And this week, uh, again, continuing on the conversation with the Skip Bravery Band and their recently released album, In Between the Things We Know. Um, I guess, full disclosure, I am part of the Skip Bravery Band, so... A little bit self-indulgent, but also fits the theme of this podcast, which is the process of creating music is the primary theme anyway. Uh, could be anything creative, but uh, because I'm a musician, we always seem to circle back to that, and those are the people I know. So this week we're going to talk about a song called uh, Something Lost and Nothing Gained. everybody to another riveting episode of <laughs> out of the ether uh featuring the skip bravery band which is tim brick and mark avery the song i want to talk about today uh, of all the songs on the record um i think it's the most interesting musically i think it's um again it's a testament to mark's ability to to write compelling lyrics and tell great stories. And when I say tell great stories, it's not so much, um, you know, having a beginning, a middle, and an end, and it's a, it's a story like you read in a book, but his ability to create imagery through the words that he uses, and you can just picture yourself in that moment, in that song with these characters. Um, and Mark does it brilliantly, consistently, over and over and over again. It's one of the reasons I just absolutely love working with him. Not to mention his uh, incredible personality and, and love of all things that I love. It's nice, easy to be around people when they like all the same things you do. You know, it's nice to have that bubble. You know, so you feel like yeah. everything you think is correct. But um, anyway, the, the the song we we had code names, Mark, for pretty much all the songs on the album. I think as we were going through why we did that. I think it's more shorthand, right? It was shorthand, yes. Yeah. So our shorthand for this song is nada. Uh, nada obviously being a Spanish word that means nothing because the song was originally titled Nothing Lost and Nothing Gained. And um, I, I, from day one, heard a Cuban Latin-inspired music for this song. So I think one of the very first times I sent Mark something back, I just said, hey, this is nada, and it stuck. So we may call it nada, but the song actually now is called what, Mark? Something Lost and Nothing Gained. And how did it change from nothing lost and something gained? Or nothing lost, nothing gained to something lost and nothing gained? I forget. Yeah, I do think this is, uh, uh, I don't want to say I'm most proud of this song, but I, I do love the way this song came out. And, and uh, I've been, you know, just effusive in my compliments to you because where, where this song came from. But um, not to not answer your question, but I, I remember I sent you just an acoustic version of this, just, playing it and singing and it was it was complete from a from a lyric standpoint at that time but um i i didn't want it to be just a guitar song i i just felt it was something different but i didn't know what i wanted it to be and and uh and i'm glad i didn't know uh because it, it might have gone a different direction if i'd ask you to take it another way but uh but so Hey, uh, hey, Mark, to answer, uh, just, yeah. just to, to interject real quick, before we go any further, why don't we play a little bit of what this song sounded like uh, when you first sent it to me? Yeah. All right. Great. So here you go, everybody. Here's the, the world premiere, or the first iteration <laughs> of the acoustic guitar version of uh, Something Lost and Nothing Gained. Mm-hmm. 
Seven o'clock on a Tuesday Just outside the Fontaine Blue But for the grace of fortune There he would go to Is there any reason for this Poverty and strength Any lesson to be learned from this Disregarded life Riding down the road with the wind at your back Dreaming of a hero's fate Searching every line and crack Hoping it's not too late You can't forgive and you can't forget Still nothing ever stays the same no goodbyes and no regret. Nothing lost and nothing gained. Okay, so now now everyone's on this journey with us, Mark, because they've heard where the song started. So sorry yeah. to interrupt you before, but please carry on with, with what you're going to say. Okay, so now I'm going to even delay uh, the answer to your question even farther because it <laughs> happened later. Uh, later in the iteration of this song. So at this point, it's still nothing lost and nothing gained. And I've sent it to you and I said, this is not what I want it to sound like. And... Uh, you uh, sent back, you said, you know, I'm hearing this Latin theme, uh, which is kind of where the nada came from. But, uh, and so I'm like, okay, I, you know, I like where you've gone with everything else. Let's do it. And uh, so you first sent me drums and I said, yeah, I think those are cool. And then you sent me bass on the drums uh, and I put down vocals to just the bass and the drums. And uh, I really did feel like we were on to something there for me. Like I, I, just, I already loved it, you know, more than it was. And uh, but you just kind of kept ruminating on it and thinking it, it needs something different, needs something more. And then you texted me one day and said, you know, I've got a piano, I've got an idea on this piano. Uh, I just got to figure out how to do it. And uh, I'm like, okay, well that sounds cool. And you know. A week later, you've got this version with this really cool, uh, for lack of a better term, I call syncopated piano that just lit me up. Just, uh, you know, I'm like, I, I couldn't come through the phone and tell you how much I liked this path. <laughs> and uh, I just, I just, I absolutely love where that song came. And uh, so I don't know if you want me to answer the question yet or if you want to break there, but. Uh, uh, I, I just I, I love where you took this song musically and how it's a totally different song, but I just love it. Well, oh, thank you very much. And I think right now, let's do break for one moment because I think we can um, definitely share with the audience uh, kind of the, the progress we had. And we'll do it uh, instead of us talking about it. Let's play another little clip of kind of we heard where it started. Let's kind of hear where it was at at this point in, in the conversation. Seven o'clock on a Tuesday Just outside the Fontaine Blue But for the grace of fortune There he would go to Is there any reason for this Poverty and strife Any lesson to be learned from this Disregarded life Riding down the road with the 
sense of kind of how this song develops so we you know obviously we heard your first version and you know the kind of the acoustic hey tim i've got the song and now we're hearing tim saying to mark hey, oh mark i kind of have an idea for your song um but but yet it kind of kept going from from this point as well till we got to our final version and along the way uh probably our single biggest fan uh made a comment if i remember correctly that that resonated very strongly with both of us Yes. Um, and that would be my mother. Um, there is no greater fan. And, uh, and she, but she takes the lyrics very seriously. And so I'd sent her this song and she, uh, I was so excited where it was going, especially once you added the piano. I just was so excited and I sent it to her and she said, well, I love it. Send me the lyrics. And I sent her the lyrics and, and, uh, I was actually down there visiting with you at that time. Uh, we were down there together and, uh, my mom calls and she says, you know, I, I just, I think the lyrics should be something lost and nothing gained. And I turned to you and shared it with you and, and it both, uh, I'm embarrassed to say that, uh, that I didn't get there before she did, but um, <laughs> I think it was um, absolutely 100% uh, the right suggestion because it does encapsulate more, uh, I think the meaning uh, and the moral of the song, if you will. Um, Nothing lost and nothing gained had a, you know, an easy kind of poetic ring to it. But something lost and nothing gained really speaks more to the message of the song. And uh, was yeah, it was a, a profoundly uh, good advice. Um, I well, and I, I remember that moment. Uh, I think we were in my kitchen and you shared that immediately. I mean, like the look on both of our faces. I think I felt the same yeah. way. Like, aren't we supposed to be the professionals? <laughs> <laughs> Mama Avery just nailed it, and we missed it the whole time. Because you, you're absolutely correct. Something lost and nothing gained, to me, completely epitomized what that song was about. And this song is really about, to me anyway, and, and you wrote it, uh, so I, you know, you can speak to it more. And, and, and actually, I'm going to interject real quick <clears throat> on that thought um, because we recently. You know, I sent some tracks out to some, some video artists that do animated videos, and they always want you to tell them what the song's about. And in both instances, and I feel very strongly about this, is from my own experiences in life, me as a listener to music and me as a writer, and then people come up to me after shows saying, oh, I want to talk about this song. Um, I, told, I told both those artists, I said, I'm not going to tell you what I think the song's about. I want you to listen to it and do a video that's representative of what you think the song's about. Um, and I'm saying that because, you know, I can sit here and, and talk all day about what I think the song's about, and you can share about, well, this is what I was thinking when I wrote it. But I do think it, one of the really fun, cool, amazing things about music, and, and particularly being the songwriter, is how it, you, the songs we write get received by people, and that it can mean something completely different to them, um, which is absolutely 100% correct, <laughs> because that's what it right. means to them. Um, it's kind of like, I remember my dad years ago, we were uh, 
many years ago, because I was in college, we were talking about Hemingway and the old man, the sea, and it's allegory for Jesus on the cross, but yet it's also a story about a fisherman trying to land this big catch, and life's been rough, and this could change things for him, and, and love and loss and everything that happens. So in other words, I think good stories, which again, I think you're a brilliant storyteller, and you do it in song, but good stories can resonate on multiple levels. But having said all that now, to come back to what I was going to do a few minutes ago, because as you know, Mark, it takes me 30 minutes to give you a two-minute explanation. <laughs> um, I, I feel, at least for my interpretation of this song, when your mom said that, she absolutely nailed what the song was about. Because to me, that, that is what the song's about. I totally agree. And I also want to give my mom credit. It's, uh, she's very talented. She's a very talented writer, and she's authored several books. And so um, any... Uh, any literary ability I, I have uh, is uh, is from her for sure. But um, yeah, I totally agree. I, I, to me, this song is about uh, there's a lot of things that we just can't explain. You know, just in the beginning, uh, um, he sees a, an individual. The the narrator, if you will, sees an individual just outside a, a posh hotel um, and thinks, but for the grace of fortune, that could be that could be him and. Um, and is there any explanation for that? And and it's important that we ask those questions, but it's I think it's less important that we ask the question and more important with how we respond to the question. And it's it's one thing to ask all the right questions and to think all the nice thoughts and to think all the charitable thoughts, but uh, without action, none of it matters. And so I think that song to me is just about... Um, you know, insights and intentions without action are kind of worthless. And so it's, uh, it's, what, it's what do we do with those things, which was really the bridge. We remember at the, at the end, we, uh, uh, you know, I really felt the song needed a bridge. I was so proud of the song, but I thought it needed a bridge. And you had come up with this really cool musical interlude, which is, again, loved. And, um, and so I wanted, but I wanted to add a bridge to it. And we were very late in the in the in the game, very late in production. We were anxious to get the album out, um, and uh, and you said, you know, I got a really cool idea. What what if we just put it as kind of an outro? We we kind of tack it on to the end. And uh, I love the way it turned out. Uh, but just the lyric to that outro, I think, uh, sums up uh, kind of the meaning of the song. So it, it ended up working really really well for for me, I think. Yeah, I, I, I like, there's a there's a visual I get when I listen to the outro, which is almost like this guy's kind of, you know, gotten up and told this story, and now he's walking away, you know, kind of quietly off into the night, and he's just ruminating. These are his thoughts maybe he's sharing out loud as he's kind of walking. And to me, that's that's how I, I, I visualize that, that audio portion. You mentioned the bridge. I'm glad you did. We talk a lot about bridges. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the bridge to nowhere. <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty, unfortunately pretty accurate a lot of times. But um, uh, on this one, you're absolutely correct because again, we we started production on this song, and we didn't have any lyrics for a bridge. I think I had. I think well, once once we did the piano, I put that break in there, thinking that it could be a small bridge, and then the lyrics came. And I had a guitar. But I remember uh, this bridge. It seems like we went. Didn't we go back and forth on this bridge numerous times? I think there was a point where I, I took a bunch of stuff out of it, and then we put, uh, and then we kind of layered it back up, and we kind of went back and forth. I think eventually we came back to pretty much what we had. But this is another example. The bridge in this song, I think, went through at least a dozen different iterations. I'm calling it 
the bridge because it is. It's, re it's really more of a solo or a musical interlude um, in this particular song. But uh, another example of uh, you know what you hear um, is 12 to 20 iterations, <laughs> versions later uh, of where it started. You know, um, but I, I do remember you and I having some back and forth. I don't remember particularly what the issue was, and it might have been trying to clear space and redo it so we kept the piano, which I know you loved in that part of the song. Um, but make space for the vocals, because I, I, I. But I guess again, I don't really remember exactly. You might remember more what prompted that. I just remember, as a producer and, and as an engineer, going in, and spending a couple of days like tearing it apart and rebuilding it, and tearing it apart and rebuilding it. Yeah, I think it, it totally was to cre to create space. And once you uh, again put the, put that keyboard in there, there's just something kind of halting about that keyboard there that I just. Uh, and every time you'd mess with it, I'm like, please don't, please don't, because <laughs> uh, uh, I just I loved it. But uh, yeah, and then ultimately we actually were going to put the bridge on top of it, uh, the bridge melody and lyrics. And um, I'm I'm really glad we didn't do that because uh, I think that would have muted uh, muted that really cool part anyway. And 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 I and I and again I love the trailing message at the end, so it all worked out. Yeah, no, I I do too. I I think it's uh, the coolest outro on the album, quite frankly. Um, and having said that, I guess we should share that with everybody. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, that sounds great. All right. And what do we do here on Out of the Ether? We give the world premiere <laughs> of a song at the end of every episode. So this is the world premiere of uh, Codename Nada, but Something Lost and Nothing Gained by the Skip Bravery Band. I hope you enjoy it. Seven o'clock on a Tuesday Just outside the Fontainebleau But for the grace of fortune That we would go to Is there any reason for this Poverty and strength Any lesson to be learned from this Disregarded life Riding down the road with the wind at your back Dreaming of a hero's fate Searching every line of crack Hoping it's not too late Can't forgive and you can't forget Still nothing ever stays the same Goodbyes and no regret Something lost and nothing gained Somebody caught the whole thing Tried to be discreet But when it all went viral There was violence in the street Still the rain kept falling Like a vengeance unexplained Never mind the moral cause Nothing's ever changed Riding down the road with the wind at your back Dreaming of a hero's fate Searching every line of crack Hoping it's not too late You can't forgive and you can't forget Still nothing ever stays the same 
faceless and full of lies In desperate need of a cover Dressed it in a clever disguise Told it over and over till People believed it true Started a war and now they all agree It's what he had to do Riding down the road with the wind at your back Dreaming of a hero's fate Searching every line and crack Hoping it's not too late Can't forgive and you can't forget Still nothing ever stays the same No goodbyes and no regret Something lost and nothing gained Riding down the road with the wind at your back Dreaming of a hero's fate Searching every line and crack Hoping it's not too late You can't forgive and you can't forget Still nothing ever stays the same No goodbyes and no regret Something lost and nothing gained Ain't no such thing as a self-made man Everyone rises from a helping hand We'll set it on fire and carve it in stone Mountains aren't moved by words alone 